Welcome to the Next Door Neighbors podcast, a podcast where we talk about all things neighborly. Here are your hosts, Alex and Irina Mazukin. I'm over it. <laughs> I'm over it. That's what happens when you let your children walk into our studio <laughs> slash office. Well, we don't let them. They just do it. Even when we also, said no. Also, Harper loves to poop in here. Even when we specifically <laughs> told our two-year-old not to. Even when we specifically asked her not to come in here and poop. This homegirl decided to unplug three of two of the microphones <laughs> that are always all down. <laughs> While she was probably pooping. We could have just started working here and recording and then nothing would have been. It would have just been on. one person talking. Can you imagine if I didn't have my headphones on? Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for catching that, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> he would have eventually caught it. Kyle, I have all the headphones in the world. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. This is great. For some reason, I think it's because it's dark in here. She loves coming in here to take a dump in her diaper. I'll start turning on all the lights. <laughs> Spotlight specifically. Yeah. Sorry. It's yeah. too bright. Can't, can't you can't poop. teach that girl to go potty on the, on the toilet. I mean, I don't know what's going on. I don't, she just doesn't. She's stubborn. Yeah, nobody cares about our kids. So we shouldn't be talking about it. <laughs> sometimes they do. Uh, sometimes, yeah. The cute ones, the cute pictures. Um, How you doing? Good. Good. And what you've been working on today? Um, just things and such. Things and such. And work. You've been on the TikTok kick or Reels kick. Yeah. Started making that cheddar I saw. <laughs> you know what I've noticed? Uh. Since I finally got the bonuses feature. Monetization, yeah. If you guys don't know this, Instagram Reels, which is like TikTok, it, you have to be qualified through Which like, they don't ever say what the qualification is. Basically, Instagram just has to like give you an invite. Well, I think it has to be like look at whether or not you have enough like impressions. I think it's um, what I noticed is you have to be already con consistently posting reels mm -hmm. for them to notice you. So I think it has to be like months of buildup of reels. Yeah. And they want to see that you've been consistently posting, not like, you know, once a month. And I think then... They're like, okay, you know, here you go. And they'll invite you to the bonuses program. But I have noticed since I like, because you can hit when you're posting the reel, there's a little option now that says, you know, uh, bonuses. And then you hit like reels play and then it will work towards like you. Yeah, you get the monetization, I guess, of that reel. But I've noticed since I started like clicking that option my viewership of my reels has gone down significantly really mm -hmm. the did you notice that no mine's the opposite if i um maybe it's just like maybe I have a bigger audience on instagram maybe nobody likes my recent reels no. i don't know so with me I actually notice the opposite i notice that if i post a reel and say don't show up on my feed like don't put it in my feed post then i don't get as many views but if i hit show my feed post yeah. then what ends up happening my feed though and what ends up happening is your audience watches it and then it you know yeah which it's interesting it that makes a difference because nobody actually goes to your feed and like tries to look at a video they see it on um the actual like news feed right but your audience like like as if you were to post a picture on instagram as the person scrolling through their own stuff they go, oh, yeah, I follow Irina. Here's Irina's. Yeah. She just makes it. She made a TikTok. That's how they see it. But they see it even if it's not on your actual, like, profile. Yeah. They yeah. see it regardless. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But, like, you know, you can choose to, to be part of your profile grid or not. 
You're right. I feel like that affects it too. I feel mm. like Instagram likes when you put it in like your profile. Oh, grid. of course. They want to get as many eyes yeah. as possible. But it's not like anybody actually goes to your actual page and goes, Why not? Oh, I see What about it. new people who are like, oh, who's this? Uh, who's Maybe. This, who's this but chick? Who's this chick? <laughs> who's this? <laughs> yeah, I bet you got any reels. Let's go check out her reels. <laughs> I don't know though. I I did notice that like my the views. I mean, it was significant. And the funny part is, my older views are now starting to gain traction. Some of my older ones that I did are getting like hundreds of thousands of views. Whoa, easy, easy Listen, flex, easy flex. <laughs> but they're not part of the bonuses, so I can't oh. even get money from those. But those are the ones that are exploding, and the my newer ones aren't. Can you go into the edit settings of your old ones and click uh, bonuses? No, you can't. You already if tried? If it's an old one, it only allows you to do it for the first 24 hours mm. after you post the video. That's how Instagram's trying to keep money in their pocket. Mm -hmm. You know, it's another bogus thing. Um, so... On YouTube, you can click do not monetize. Yeah. Oh, no, no. On YouTube, you can get, let's say, a monetization strike, right? Because copyrights or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's demonetized by YouTube. So you are not making any money because you maybe used a song or Something whatever. Yeah. Um, but YouTube will still put ads on it and take that profit. Of course they will. Uh-huh. But you don't get anything. So, and, and so there's one argument. It's like, well, because there's a copyright claw where if let's claw? say I... It's, it's, it's called claw. Claws? Yeah, claws. <laughs> I thought if it's <laughs> one claw <laughs> uh, one. versus like a plethora of claws, like a whole handful of claws. It'd be claws. Like a... <laughs> <laughs> like bear claws? Bear claws. So if let's say I use Mick Jagger's uh, song, which I don't know why I just said Mick Jagger because I can't name a single Mick Jagger song, but I <laughs> use Mick Jagger's song on my YouTube video. Um, I, the the Jagger estate is going to claim that as a copyright strike and every profit is going to go to them, to their estate. Now, if I have a demonetization because I decided to break one of the clause of YouTube, one of their rules, <laughs> the regulations, one of their rules and regulations, let's say, I had um, profanity or I had uh, drug use or um, firearm, whatever wh whatever their thing uh, was, and it's demonetized based off of that, they are still adding, I'm not making money, but YouTube is yes, still yeah. collecting a check. They're like, why not? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's complete bogus. Views. Complete, <laughs> so complete dumb. bogus. Wait, so do, YouTube doesn't allow profanity? Uh, you have to bleep it up. I believe. Oh, I don't remember. I didn't know that. I don't remember to be completely honest yeah. with you. There's a whole, and that list is constantly changing. Like now their whole thing is like, uh, if you say anything about Ukraine, that is like conspiratorial, conspiratorial. Yeah. Um, they'll demonetize. If it, you wow. incite violence, they'll demonetize. If it's something to do with the vaccines, it'll demonetize if it has. There's, they're constantly adding more and more things. Hmm. Yeah. Of course, because it's, I mean, things change and current events are, yeah, yeah. are always changing. Yeah, it's evolving for Interesting. sure. Interesting. Yeah, but that's just something <clears throat> I've noticed with the, with the bonuses, which I actually read that that happened to other people. But I was like, well, if you're like making good content, why would Instagram not want to promote, you know, your stuff? But I don't know. If they don't want you to make money. Yeah. Well, maybe. I mean, that's a little tinfoil hat of you. Yeah. Because there's no I ads on on real, so it's like they're really not making money uh, off of you. Another argument is to be said, it's like let's say I post um, one brand new channel on YouTube and I uploaded a video, 
that video, let's say, didn't get much traction. And I keep uploading videos until I get 20 videos in. Like, I have 20 videos in my library, mm -hmm. and I'm probably already been doing this for like three, four months, maybe. Um, what ends up happening is it's like a little snowball effect. So now as your audience is growing a little bit at a time, they're watching some of your older stuff. Mm -hmm. And as they're watching older stuff and you're creating more stuff, certain videos are triggering other videos mm -hmm. because they'll be like, you saw this, you might also like that. And so now you'll see like six months into it, your old videos will pop off right. on YouTube. So that's how it works. It's just a snowball effect. So I think the reason it's happening to you I don't think it's a conspiratorial, like, tinfoil hat thing of monetization. Yes, it is. I think it's because you have now quite a bit in your library of reels, and they're all suggesting to each other. People, your mm. audience retention is solid, like, as opposed to you just put out. Remember when you first started reels or TikTok? You're like, nobody's watching my stuff. And then finally, like, eventually, like, like, whoa, one. this one popped yeah. off. And then again, nothing, nothing. Then, whoa, another popped off. Well, now, because you have a bunch of these, it's trickling and promoting your other stuff. I get that, but it's like, I mean, it was significant. Like usually in the first, um, let's say like eight hours, I get, it's it was pretty consistent over the last like maybe two months of, I would get a certain amount of views in the first like eight hours. Mm -hmm. And then like most recently, it I mean, it's just like a third of that oh, in the first. That. And it's like not, and I was wondering, yeah, is it, is it like my type of videos? But it, I've done you know, like the silly ones with the voiceovers mm -hmm. that are like trending. You're dubbing them. The dubbing ones, yeah. Um, I've done more of like the home decor ones and all of them are like the same. So interesting. Yeah, you never know. And it's too early for you to be like, oh, I'm, right. you know, the, right. it's not liking my platform. Like it, these platforms are so wacky that you never really know you, what's going and on. We've talked about this before. You, There's no like rhyme or reason. You can try to do everything right and like figure it out mm -hmm. but you will not you just won't the only time you really can do it is if you're one of the like top one percenters of content creators like mm. mr beast who everything you put out is absolute gold that the algorithm is like everybody loves this guys every video is like 25 35 million but that's views. because he got to that place already so right now anything he posts yeah we'll get right but he also figured out exactly what his audience likes yeah. to see yeah over time what's more confusing is when you go like wait but i thought my audience follows me for the stuff i'm mm -hmm. still creating the same stuff if not even in a better format better quality why is it not being so mm -hmm. it's just a matter of like how well do you figure out your audience for example um i was watching one uh channel on youtube where it's a husband and wife that built um a, a cabin in the woods right mm -hmm. And the whole thing is like husband and wife build an off-grid uh, home, their dream home. And it's like, boom, you know, 15 million views, whatever millions of views it was. And then they decided to do like episodes. And so because of that, they got like, I'll pick a number. It's like uh, 400,000 subscribers, mm -hmm. right? Well, every video they put out after that is more of like an episode thing. Like today we're doing the siding, today we're doing floors. And they're kind of doing a little vlog style kind of thing. And every video is like 300,000, you know, plus views. So meaning the majority of their audience, they're creating content that the majority of the audience wants and likes. Hmm. And that is the hardest thing to do because you could create multiple different projects, right? You can make like a, like a, a weird abstract table. That's an artsy thing and attract one type of audience. And then you can create an ax that has a scorpion in the handle. Uh, that one of my buddy Johnny 
uh, Johnny Builds created on his channel got millions of views. But those are two different sides of audiences because the, the audience with the axe, that attracted like a gaming community because they're like, whoa, that's wild, like an axe in the thing. A homeowner guy that watches home reno videos is probably not gonna care about this axe with a scorpion inside the handle. Mm -hmm. And so you're now attracting two different types of audiences, a homeowner and a gamer kind of thing. Just these just examples. Um, and so when you create a piece of content, that might not attract the other uh, person, but it will only attract a portion of that audience. So I think the trick is, I maybe some people will argue, because I think some people will be like, well, diversifying is the best way to do it. Mm -hmm. True, but I think creating content that your audience loves, what ends up happening is it YouTube promotes it even more. So Mr. Beast figure out that, figured out to attract a certain type of audience who likes to see weird stuff or unbelievable stuff. The weird mm -hmm. stuff is I'm gonna repeat this word for 24 hours straight. That's, you've done that stuff. And then unbelievable stuff is like, I've recreated the squid games. Mm -hmm. So regardless, he, he captured an audience in a net that, that fits into those uh, demographics and he just creates the same stuff that they enjoy. And that's why he has, you know, bared myself alive for 48 hours. That's why gave away $100,000 to a stranger, uh, bought a dealership and gave all the cars away. It just, you know, gave, uh, bought a house for a random stranger, like these random stuff, mm -hmm. he figured out that that audience likes it. And so that's where they get millions and millions of views. This Cabin in the Woods family, it's like the audience that they initially attracted were all about Cabin in the Woods. So everything is about Cabin in the Woods and everything is about the episode. So it's almost like the series that you're constantly checking in. Do you feel like that worked for you? In the very beginning, I think it worked for me because I was one of the, I'm not going to say I'm the, 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 the first people who did home renovation, I, but I'm one of the people who kept doing it over and over and over again mm -hmm. versus some people would do like one home renovation project a year, maybe two because of how much it costs to do. So I just kept hammering it over and over. Then I also diversified a little bit. Did it work? Did it not work? I don't know. It gave me a significant following, but now when you look at views, they're completely sporadic. Like you'll have you know, a floating shelf video that'll really pop off and then you'll do like a bathroom transformation that didn't do well. Why? I don't know. Right. Thumbnail. I guess that's what I don't understand or can't figure out is if you're putting out the same. <laughs> that's so gross. <laughs> Why? Is it the end of it? That's just... Well, just. No, oh, is it like concentrated? So I'm drinking cold brew uh, coffee from Stumpton and uh, it's nice because it'll actually give you caffeine without giving you like gross energy drink stuff but mm, mm -hmm. it's like if you sip on it a, you know a little bit at a time it's, it's like, like a whiskey it's like nice right but when you chug i think you also got like the end of it like the all the concentrated stuff but i bottom. thought i thought cold brew stuff is like in a bottle specifically it doesn't have any like oh. sediment or anything so it's like i i, I don't use. know but it's just i think it's because <laughs> i chugged it lot. anytime you chug cold brew it's Something. like well that's unsweetened yeah i guess what i'm trying to figure out is you're, if you're consistently putting out the same kind of content for for the audience, what you think your audience is gonna love because right. you've kind of figured it out. How is it that we still have, and I see my this in my on my content too on Instagram. Right. There's just certain things that take off and certain things that don't. And I mean, you could put in the same effort, the same time, and you're mm -hmm. so proud of it, and it just like tanks. And there's an um, there's a, a question I remember. So I have a, um, a what they call a Facebook partner, which is like a, somebody at Facebook who. 
you know, looks over my stuff and says, hey, here's how we can strategize. Your manager. Manager that help strategize creating, you know, utilizing the platform better mm-hmm. for your advantage. What's mm-hmm. working, what's not working. I have one for YouTube uh, and I think that's it. And their question's always the same. They go, okay, so we looked over your stuff and here's a report, here's your top videos. Uh, and then what, can, what do they all have in common? And when you find out what they have in common, you start recreating that. Mm-hmm. I felt that I kept recreating it. Because you, like I saw, you were already doing that. I was already yeah. doing it. But the viewership kept, you know, kind of fluctuating. And my only answer, and I've seen plenty of other content creators in my space who have multi-million followers and the viewership on their videos is decreasing. And my only theory behind all of this is I think, so the algorithm changed. Like I know at one time this last year, uh, YouTube's algorithm changed 66 times in one year tweaks here and there. I don't know if they're drastic or not. Mm-hmm. But I uh, I think that it's it's not presenting your content to your target audience that you already have. Like that's why some of my buddies in the space have like 1.5 million followers and in the earlier stages they had hundreds and thousands of views per video consistently, meaning the audience that they're attracting, the the 1.5 that's following them, that click the subscribe button are there for these types of videos. They kept recreating them. So, and I think now the platform is just not presenting their their content to their audience. And I've seen that with- Do you think it's just because there's so much content out there? I think so. There? I think it, there's just so much content. There's actually statistics like how many, I think there's like hundreds of hundreds of hours of, of YouTube being uploaded like every hour. It's insane. So I think there's so much stuff out there that end of the day, they so the, easy all these to just platforms, not get noticed. It's just so yeah. easy. I've heard these even theories on Instagram. People oh, will be yeah. like, "Are you guys not seeing my stuff?" And like, yeah. "No, I didn't." You know, yeah. I mean, I there's sometimes this, I'll be on Instagram and be like, "Is this person not posting anymore?" I feel like I, you know, like every once mm-hmm. in a while, you like remember an account, and I'm like, "I wonder if they're just like dead, not posting." Oh. Sorry. And then I'll go back and like actually look them up and no, they're posting. I just don't see their stuff because mm. for whatever reason, the algorithm decided I don't need to see mm-hmm. that account. Yeah. <laughs> wild. Yeah. It's absolutely wild. So I, that's my theory yeah. behind all that stuff. I think, I think you're right. I think also we're so used to as consumers to s- lately, I feel like more recently to really crave that wow factor. And you can't, some people can, like Mr. Beast, create that every video, but that's a lot of work. Some people don't have that money to do that or like, I guess, the willpower too if you're going to be buried alive, things like that. Right, right. So I think we're just, consumers are wanting that wow factor in like every video and it has to like shock and awe. And if it doesn't do that, it's like boring content. Well, you always have to set yourself apart, right? Yeah. So you... If, if there are like, so when I started doing these home renovation videos, there weren't many out there. And if they mm-hmm. were, they're just like a You're GoPro still... thing, right? So I felt like, okay, let's increase the quality and increase the, the transformation that people find it at least aesthetically like very popular, right? So mm-hmm. if one person would remodel and yes, the before and after is dramatic, but then I thought, well, what if I, and this is thanks to you, that's where your skill set of like, you know, the design came in it was like, well, what if we did this styling, which is very popular, very appealing, made people watch it. And then more and more stuff like that came out, mm-hmm. right? So more and more people are doing it. So now there's more people at the table, which is good. Competition's always good. Mm-hmm. Um, so now you have to stay, okay, well, there's so many people doing the same exact stuff. 
um, you're essentially rewatching everything. Then what's next that's important? Well, personality is important. Mm -hmm. Okay, personality. Now you're there for um, not not only education but entertainment. Like Jason Hibbs, that was on the podcast from Bourbon Moth, and I've mentioned two of him as a, as a guest. By the way, you guys should go listen to podcasts. Sorry, the audio is not that great on my part. I'm still tweaking Ooh. the the uh, virtual stuff. But he started YouTube uh, at the beginning of the pandemic. I don't have I talked to him about this mm-hmm. on the pod- podcast. No, not no. on the podcast. Um, just to me. He started the the YouTube history wordworking YouTube channel uh, at the beginning of the pandemic. That is the what is that March of 2020, right or 2019? When, when's the pandemic? Start? 2020. 2020. Keep in mind, I've been doing YouTube since 2016, right? And there's a period that I was doing like a video a week almost, right? In the earlier stages, trying to get growth. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until the last couple of years that really the ex- that all the fruits of my labor started paying off. Well, Jason Hibbs blew up where he passed me, surpassed me. So I think I'm like at 660,000. He's like at 770,000 or almost 800,000. Crazy. And when I asked him, I was like, what are you doing that's different? And he's like, dude, I just learned, I just learned how to read my analytics. So he pays no attention to the numbers. He's just like, I just create what I want to do and I just present the way I want to present it. And if you watch his videos, they're not like, okay, use this tool to do that. He's more like an entertainer. It's like, not like more educational. No, it's he's more entertaining. so entertaining. He's he's this People kind of like that. he's kind of like this uh, dry British humor kind of character, which is I find it hilarious. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if it, I'm sure that's why he's yeah yeah growing. So he's fast. kind of just like a little bit awkward on camera. I like I like it a lot. And, and so I think he kind of struck this note mm-hmm. with a certain audience. I was like, I don't need to learn how to make another table. I'm here for, for entertainment. And uh, so I think you have to f- keep figuring out how to stand ap- uh, apart. Other people might go, okay, well, I'm going to make this crazy time-lapse thing of building a, you know, a treehouse. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. But how many treehouses can you do a time-lapse? Right. So it's, it's quite often that I'll look on YouTube and somebody does a one-off video where it's like 15 million views it's like you know uh, built this adventure traveling van camper van um start to finish and it's like cool 15 million views but then you look at the rest of their videos they're they're not doing anything they got a little bit of a falling but you have to constantly mm-hmm. figure out what's my lane can, how many how many vans can you build now you know what right. i mean or do you feel like you have figured out how to entertain people like jason hibbs that you don't need to really create that many things. You're just there for the entertainment aspect. Hmm. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I feel like... Personality is more and yeah. more important. Before, you can get away with just, hey, got a voiceover. Hey, guys, today. And what I'm doing here is... And the, what you can do here, too, is like that. That that's quickly fading. Which is kind of interesting because I feel like you are a really funny person. But I feel like we don't see a lot of your personality as much on your videos. Is it because you're just so busy, like trying to crank out the the video uh yes and no um i think that everything that i do i'm i'm always trying to just keep up with what like timelines and ideas and all this stuff that i don't take a breath to slow down and go think about like how do i be more yeah or like just stop and be like oh maybe like i should just what would i say to like Irene, if she was here right now. Correct. Or, yeah. Correct. So I've actually been really inspired by Jason Hibbs's um, style of creating content be- where, you know, 
I like Kyle and I, we just put out a video yesterday. It was a short form of video. It was installing an attic fan. Mm-hmm. And I, and it was like a seven, six, seven minute video, but I felt we captured more of like the silliness. And, I like that. And, and I like that too. It's because just, that's who you are. It is. 90% of the day, you're just goofy and like yeah. funny and you and I banter a lot like that, but I feel like people don't see that as much. And I think it's just because you're so busy. You're trying to keep up with like the next video and trying to like get the project done. Yeah. And I think like imagine. So right now, Kyle and I are prepping the house for the paint video, the exterior paint video. And I'm trying to inject more of my personality into it as opposed to just saying what we're doing and how to do it. And when you're trying to keep up with the timeline and, you know, we're like, we got to be done because we got to record the podcast at two. You are trying to do so many things Mm -hmm. that you're not you're not thinking you're not thinking funny. You're not being creative funny. Yeah, I I, feel that because you're thinking ahead. Right. You're thinking ahead to the next thing you have to accomplish. And I could I couldn't totally see that because that happens to me, too. I'm like, I don't feel like I want to be funny right now or can't really portray my personality because I'm not in the moment. I'm thinking five steps ahead of like where I need to be. Exactly. You're playing 3D chess and Mm -hmm. it was easier to be funny when you go, we're installing this attic fan and it's such a simple installation that I have room to be funny. Mm -hmm. Maybe you should do more of those. I'm going to try. We'll we'll see what it does. I actually truly enjoyed just a little bit of a slower pace where I was like, this is just a six minute video. Mm-hmm. It was nice. We didn't have a sponsor for it because it's it's like a part of a bigger video. Mm-hmm. And I felt, I really liked it. I really, really liked it. Um, podcast is another great thing. Examples like if in my videos, so you and I did a few collaborations together where you were in the videos doing the work t- with me. Mm-hmm. The hard part that came from it was now I have to teach you these things. Yeah, that was. But the easier part was being funny. Yeah. So though the the video was hard, so that's why podcasts are so easy to be funny because you play off of each other. Right. Right. Uh, you're not thinking of like of of how to solve X. You're 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 just you're just feeding off each other. The energy that's, is yes, there. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. So it's easier to be funny. So yeah. it's well, hard. maybe you should feature me in more videos. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I would love. I to. actually just got a really good idea What's your for idea? something. What? I'll have to tell you. Why? Or do you want me to say you it? You can say it. I think it'd be fun to. No, I think it like because. I've really like on my Instagram playing off of. First of all, I'm not paying you for this. You should, because it's gonna be a great idea. No, I was just kind of thinking about how lately in my Instagram I've been doing, I've been playing off the whole we projects and me suggesting projects to you as you're like still working on the current one. So Mm -hmm. it'd be funny to like incorporate that in your videos, like in just like a segment of like. What are you working on or like trying to, I don't know, do the we, the we project. I would absolutely love any and, and welcome all of this kind of creativity. I just like it because I feel like I have so much on my plate in terms mm-hmm. of I have to, you know, keep up with Facebook videos and TikTok and Instagram reels and Instagram posts and the project itself and try to be funny and try to be educational. I have to keep up and, and figure the, the the pulse of the the, mm-hmm. the, the video, the pace and the pulse that to go let's inter, let's in, like involve introduce, yeah. introduce which this. we tried that i would love to do that only if it's like you decide to get mic'd up and you go hey kyle let's roll yeah. and then at that which point hard for me and too. then I, at that point i just i just do improv at mm-hmm. that point and that to me is like awesome so fun it's so much fun i guess for me the hard part with that is by the time i'm like i get into my head too much so 
if I have an idea, I need to like do it instantly. Otherwise, if I have to go like get mic'd up and like think about it, then all of a sudden I feel like I lose that, um, like the energy behind it. Mm-hmm. I and get then it. And I like am trying too hard, and then it comes off in the video that I'm not. I'm being like too forceful and it comes out like cheesy mm-hmm. or corny and then it just tanks. Hey Kyle, is it possible on the camera setups with the rigs? Is it possible? Because we run lav mics, right? So there are these mm-hmm. wireless mics that are hooked to your shirt. Is it possible to have a lav mic hooked up to your camera simultaneously while also having a shotgun mic and they're both running at the same time? Is it possible to do that? Or is that going to mess up with the production and all that stuff? Not the not both labs. You'd run the lav, well, one lav and one shotgun. Uh huh. And you plug in a mic to the transmitter. The other one would be on the lav. I like how you guys are brainstorming. <laughs> well, he's the, the uh, I'm I'm the ideas. He's the, the tech. You yeah. Can put that mic like anywhere you want, since it's wireless. Uh huh. Oh, so what you're saying is she would instead of like, because I'm saying like if you have already on your camera my the transmitter to my lav mic. Yeah. And it, you let's say hooked up. Oh, what you're saying is you put two transmitters on? Yeah, we use the other transmitter. Instead of using the lav mic, we just plug in a shotgun mic. Oh, okay. I guess I so just... So that way, it's like if you and I are recording something, it's picking up good audio with me. And then if she decides to do, like, do a cameo, Walk walks in, yeah. it'll pick up on her without her having to put anything on. Right? I, yeah. yeah. It's in the vicinity. Vicinity. So if she's like 10 feet away, it would be fine. Yeah, yeah. Which is like... The way it's supposed to be, like I don't. Mm-hmm. W- when you get like mic'd up just to say like one line, it literally loses it, the energy it, of it. it yeah. yeah. So it I like, and that's like what acting. you and I do. Mm-hmm. Like we'll just walk by each other and like say something stupid or funny, you yeah. know. And so it's like I feel like a lot of people don't see that side of us. Yeah, I agree. And then with the podcast, like we could, we do. We I think people more. see it on the podcast. I keep getting yes. all these comments of people going. I love listening to podcasts. Uh, it changed my life. I quit drinking because of you. You know, you know, just life transforming yeah. stuff. <laughs> But, the, but they but it, but most of the time like and this is mostly from gals that say it is like they'll be like it, it seems like you guys truly do like to talk to each other you know what mm-hmm. i mean you can cut through you the can bullshit. yeah because you can tell when you're talking to a person for an hour if they're if it's like forceful or strained or yeah. you know they, there's like some tension yeah. or something it's really raining outside today isn't it how about that weather yeah boy then, i hope tomorrow's a nicer day yeah it was better yesterday and- <laughs> <laughs> they say that they say it's supposed to warm up in a couple of days. <laughs> Hopefully that, yeah, by the time the weekend rolls around. So then why don't you do that? I mean, to make my life easier with these videos, I because I do like it when you cameo and I think the audience likes that as well. Yeah, so that's what we do. We'll, we'll just we'll just daily. run that rig setup that Kyle talks about and then just interject and, you know. Yeah. If you get hit, you get hit. I mean <laughs> <laughs> If I get sprayed in the face with a paint sprayer. <laughs> part of the video it's part of the video you gotta get <laughs> you gotta shock and awe shock <laughs> that's great yeah yeah so that's i mean that's that's my that's my take on the whole growth on social media it's yeah you gotta what do you, how yourself. do you feel about hashtags do you feel like they're still relevant i don't think so really because everything i read or or um see that keep hashtagging hashtagging is the way people find you yeah but they're still it's it's but nobody's the same really good like nobody's really looking up hashtags are they nobody's looking up hashtags also these algorithms these algorithms are changing uh listen if it's like a generic hashtag like i should Kitchen try Makeover, not you can fall into it. i should on my next video just not hashtag anything and see if it does the same and see if there is a difference because then it would like at least to my 
personal content, I could see if it works or not. You also got to keep in mind these algorithms on these platforms, the way they work is like just the right amount where if you blow it up with hashtags, like 10 years ago, you use a bunch of hashtags, you're going to grow really fast. Yeah. Then it started turning into you use like 20 hashtags at the bottom of your post. The platform is like, this is probably spam. spam. And in fact, yeah, right. here's how I'll even prove that it's true. Facebook video, again, because we, we, we transform our YouTube videos into a shorter like time-lapse form mm -hmm. to put into like a three-minute thing for the Facebook audience. Um, when you type in the title of the video, uh, the Facebook uh, content manager um, platform, because, you know, the, the backside of the things where you get to see like how it's doing mm -hmm. and hashtags used, it will like you will type a title with all caps. And a little thing pops off, like a little tip, and it says, um, "If uh, it's it's a good idea not to use all caps, or else the uh, the algorithm thinks this is spam or clickbait or something like that." Because that's what people used to do. You're like, you'll never believe what happened. It'll be all caps, and that means enough people used it that it lost yeah. any efficacy. Yeah, that makes sense actually, because I usually hashtag a a lot. TikTok won't even let you use too many hashtags. There's like mm -hmm. a limit. Yep. Um, and I've noticed that on Instagram, I've been hashtagging a little bit less. And I do feel like maybe, because it's like Instagram thinks you're a bot. Mm -hmm. Or if you hashtag too many hashtags, there's actually some hashtags that are like banned by Instagram mm -hmm. or and then they'll shadow ban you. Yep. So it's... I mean, yeah, yep. you don't want to be there either. So I'm like, maybe that happened to me. That's why my views are so low. Do you know what I'm also interested in? So every once in a while, YouTube will run like a, a self-diagnostic cleaning thing through like the all the YouTube platforms or the, the whole entire YouTube platform hmm. where it will give us uh, all the content creators, like all our dashboard on the top. It'll say, um, by this date, you might see a decrease in following. YouTube is doing... Um, a search of like fake accounts or oh, bot accounts. Yeah, yeah. So here's what's interesting. Um, and that's for people who like buy followers and stuff like that. Do you feel like it ever decreases your following? Nah, if no, if it does, you it's, have some, it's probably like yeah. five. I've never tried to like do anything stupid to, like I had some people on Instagram who tried to buy influencers or buy a, a following. But you can I've always- I've seen that, you, you can always tell. You can always tell because in fact, you can see like the people who don't even create good content. I remember I had a cousin who did that. Um, well, he's still alive, so I can't say I had a cousin. <laughs> I have a cousin, like a distant cousin, where he never did like the influencer world thing. And so he just had like a personal account and the likes would be like 10 likes, 15 likes, 30 likes, 10 likes, 5 yeah. likes. And then one day I noticed it and I was like, whoa, 1,000 likes? That's wild. 2,000? 5,000 likes? And I go, where is this? And then the picture he quality the, the picture too. quality started getting better. So I then I started kind of try, like going back like every photo up to like a month ago and you could see from like it, you can literally it was literally 24 hours and then the next day, day it was yeah. like a thousand actually likes. just and comments but the yeah. comments would be like eggplant you know heart oh you're the man rockstar yeah. love this stuff yeah. keep more so you can tell he probably bought the followers and the likes yeah absolutely so i i saw it recently stumbled upon a page that i could tell she bought the following because mm -hmm. it was like exactly at like a hundred thousand and then i went to like her actual content and it was like 100 likes yeah 95 likes 
two comments. So like you can tell because that person probably bought the following but didn't buy the likes. Yes. yes. <laughs> Yet. You got to get that package yeah, deal. You got to get so, the package. So here's the file. I don't know if you heard what's gone with, uh, going on with Elon Musk recently. He's uh, got, uh, somebody said that uh, something about sexual assault. No. Oh. Easy girl. No. I, I don't know if that's true or not. I but think I just saw that today. It was, I saw that today as well. But uh, I'm talking about so him trying to acquire tic- uh, Twitter. Oh yeah. Yeah. So um you know, first, you know, he, everybody's getting kicked off of Twitter, right? So Elon, being the troll that he is, he decides to give this ridiculous offer to Twitter to buy them off. Obviously, a bunch of people within Twitter don't want it. Right. And But then the board of directors, the people who are in it financially, they're like, there's ways to pressure people into selling it. So they're mm-hmm. about to sell it. They're accepting his offer. But then he's like, and then, so that was the talks for like a week or two, maybe yeah. even three. And then finally, he just like a couple of days ago, uh, said that I will uh, cont- uh, proceed with my offer that I gave you guys, but you have to prove to me your guys' uh, Twitter uh, users. Ooh. So the issue that he's coming into is that a lot of the cancel culture and a lot of uh, the attacks on whatever people, celebrities, is coming with fake bot accounts. Within Twitter, yeah. Within Twitter. And so now that's the most interesting thing is to see. So the people who are getting quote unquote canceled on Twitter and all that stuff, how many, and the outrage, you know, like there's so much outrage right. that he's like, whoa, Where did whoa, it whoa. come from? Before you get this crazy, what is it, like $46 billion that, that he's going to acquire Twitter for? He's like, no, no, show me how many actual users you guys have. Because if it's they're not actual users, then the company's not valued what it's mm-hmm. valued. Um, interesting that's smart it's very smart it's very suspicious too because again this whole cancel culture thing uh netflix they just laid off two percent which is like 150 people uh because they're seeing a tremendous drop off in subscriptions yeah but didn't that happen like i guess that happened recently it happened yeah. recently but i mean it happened i thought previously. it was because they again. hiked up their prices i don't think that's where it happened I th- the argument right now is that because of the woke culture because everything is so uh uh polished everything's tr- so try to be so pc on everything that they're do, remember when they came out with the so they don't like that netflix is like pushing the boundaries or like well the people the people i think they don't like i i don't know if it's on one side or the other side but i think it's partly due with the inflation i think as prices of everything goes up people are like i should cancel my subscription part of mm-hmm. it has to do with some of the shows that are being released that are so woke that people are like this is garbage yeah uh i think uh Another part of it has to do with the amount of people that are sharing their passwords. So, but then they're trying to crank down on that, right? But uh, you wouldn't see a decrease in uh, subscriptions if it's a sharing of passwords because a decrease in subscription would be like you have a subscription, I have a subscription. I said, hey, let me cancel my subscription and just use your password, which that doesn't really happen. Mm-hmm. Usually, it's like you have a subscription, I don't have a subscription, I use, use yours. It. Yeah. yeah, it's not like somebody cancels. You wouldn't see theirs. a decrease. But I wonder if it they canceled because they're like well we can't share this account let's just not use it you know anymore yeah maybe i don't know um so it's it's wild to see fake accounts uh both on twitter and and yeah. how it's all affecting it yeah. i had i had uh my my it's f- funny that people still think they could get away with it oh yeah you can see it immediately i saw that uh who's it takashi 69 was talking about how you know the rapper the with the yellow rainbow hair and oh, face yeah. tattoo that says 69 on it which is a great idea <laughs> just you next tattoo idea. next tattoo might be that one put in the calendar <laughs> <laughs> book it <laughs> uh 
he was talking about how um, musicians could buy a number one hit single, hmm. right? So before it was how many physical CDs you sold the record, right? Yeah. So these are physical things that had to be sold, transaction that had to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, now that everything is all digital, sorry for hitting the mic, everything's so digital that you can purchase how many uh, people listen to your thing, the same way you would purchase bots. So if you wanted to buy a million listens, you could buy a million bots to go click. I didn't and, know that. So yeah, and I think I I heard the same thing applies to like New York's number one bestseller stuff. You can go I, buy a bestseller. Yeah, because then can sometimes because some of those bestsellers are like really. Well, it's like all of a sudden, not an author comes out with a book and is like, hey, it's yeah. New York's number one bestseller. Yeah. Or like some your um, book was that good? reality TV show. Like personality comes out with a book, yeah, and you're like, eh, so every sure? so after looking over everything like that, you kind of go like, how real is anything? I anymore? know it kind of is scary if you think about it. Nothing's real. Apparently, when you if you put out a YouTube video and uh, you promote it through within YouTube, you can you put ad revenue dollars behind it to like you know mm-hmm. reach more people, and you because it's through Google AdSense essentially, right? So you say okay. I want, I have a budget of $1,000 and I want to get my views up. Let's say you put a video, it's a garbage video, got a a thousand views. You're like, no, I want to get more eyes on it. So you do a a campaign to promote that video and you go, my target audience is 18 to 44. Uh, It's between, you know, I want them to be interested and I want them to be homeowners. I want them to, like, you can select all these boxes um, and put it out. There's an argument that not all of, of those views are like legit views. Uh, apparently, I don't know mm-hmm. how it applies to Facebook. So maybe on Facebook, it because on Facebook, it's a, he'll present it on the right-hand side because a lot of people on Facebook will do surveys. So like a video pops up and you can skip the ad. Mm-hmm. But sometimes a video will come up and the ad is a survey and it'll be like, or do you rent, buy, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so you constantly get like classified into a, a category. But on Facebook, apparently on Facebook, those are straight up bots. So if you... Go like, I want to promote this post on Facebook or promote my business. You're going to target those people. And it, a lot of them are going to be bots. Hmm. How ironic is it that the whole culture of like Instagram these days is be authentic, be your real self. <laughs> and nothing is real. Nothing is real. <laughs> Don't use filters. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Reality is just a suggestion. Yeah. It feels like it. <laughs> That's wild. It's wild. I wish like, I wish... There's a way to like know. Is, is there a part of you that kind of wishes you were still naive about it yeah, all? Yeah, I do. Because the more you find out, the more you're like, what's the point? Right. What is real then? What is real? What is the point? What is, yeah. You want to go make some tinfoil hats? Seriously. That's hilarious. Let's do it. I think I have some left. <sighs> some tinfoil? <laughs> yeah. What do you yeah. mean? No, I was just reading my, I had some questions. What's your question? What is, oh. What is love? I, Yeah. And another thing we were talking about, um, social media, what is love? Baby, don't hurt me. (laughs) So I was kind of, we were on the topic of like growing your social media. And I guess for me is like how growing social media is like you have to be on it all the time. So they say some of, and it's funny because anytime you read anything, like how do I grow my following? It's always these like, tips that everybody's doing anyway and yet i'm still not growing like i've been at the same number like slowly slowly growing for a really long time and i feel like i'm stuck in that um just like the big pool of where most people are on instagram influencers like there's like the 
the one percenters who are like one million followers and above and then there's the ones who have more of the just for fun private accounts right and then there's like that middle pool where it's like between 2000 and uh, let's say 10,000 and yes. or even five yeah to whatever a hundred thousand mm-hmm. followers and I think that's where most people are and and we're all doing the same things mm-hmm. like I feel like everything I post to me, it feels original because I came up with idea, but then I'll see other accounts doing like basically the same thing, just with like a different room or a different version of oh, it. Oh, you're you talking know? about the, the, the type of content. content that you put out. Yeah. Okay. So it's interesting. I guess what I was trying to get at is I was trying to think about why I'm my account isn't growing. You know what conclusion I came to? What is it? It's boring. It's boring. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes. I'm not because it's we talked about it. I'm not standing out, but I feel like it probably is just boring. Like there's nothing that's attracting people to be like, ooh, I do have a couple of reels that are like kind of funny, but those reels don't get me followers. Can I give you a suggestion? Ooh. Bikini stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Done. So here, I, I, you know what's good? I think if you said what you, whatever you just told me, because yeah. you're in a circle of trust, uh, you, if you told this to your friends, they would be like, oh, no, no Irina, so I really yeah. like, I like going to your account and seeing you. <laughs> I hate that so much BS, because I yeah. tell myself this all the time. Yeah. I was like, you didn't get views because your stuff's garbage. Yeah. yeah. I, hate, I hate everything I do. And so to uh, me, it's like, be your hardest critic. We talk about all these like things that you need to do, but ultimately com- it comes down to is your co- like people are just aren't interested you cannot in be stuff. like i don't understand i created this video yeah. this post i was i think it was so good and i don't understand it's probably the algorithm no it sucks you yeah you, you what you created sucks <laughs> yep so and i kind of else, came to that conclusion today i'm like and, my stuff just and somebody sucks. else came up with a way to make yeah. it less suck yeah you know or and, and, yeah figure out what it is you look at whistling diesel or jake paul or all the other people who present themselves as, as an asshole on their platform it works hey guess what they figure out a way to stand out for you to talk about them exactly right so and you figure out they're a way. getting tons of money by doing it now i'm not so. saying go be an asshole but i'm saying is put Something. on that thinking cap and put on a bikini <laughs> <laughs> a thinking cap and a bikini. <laughs> I like it. And tell me if that doesn't get any likes. <laughs> or views. Seriously. Oh my gosh. So just recreate yeah. it, you know? No, it's good. I'm glad that you I'm glad that you're so real with yourself that you're like, it's boring. Yeah. I'm like it, it honestly is. And, and yeah, I don't you think it's do boring, but I'm glad that you're your own hardest. No, no, that's the thing. Is no, yeah. You have to get way. to a point of like realization and coming to terms with like what it is yeah don't like sugarcoat it just no. you but don't then evolve. it makes you hopefully work harder and achieve the goal because you've like figured it out mm-hmm. so now i'm like okay how do i make my content then not suck how do mm-hmm. i make it more interesting how do i make it different than just every other thing everybody posts and you gotta and to do that I, listen i'm in the same boat because i'm constantly and sometimes it is posting things that is controversial or like in terms of people don't like that color or people don't like that style but yet they're gonna watch it because they're interested and if they give you a comment that they don't like it that's engagement that's engagement and that's good do you know that rogan said this he goes so Still when, engagement. when he had this whole cancel culture after him with uh, yeah. contro- c- controversy behind like vaccinations and stuff like that. Right. 
and CNN put out a thing against him. You know, horse it's so funny that so many people he, tried and tried and nothing happened. But listen happened. to me. This is what this man said. In that peak of like two or three weeks that everybody was attacking him, he said he gained 2 million subscribers on YouTube. Yeah, because or on, on it, Spotify it made or whatever it people who didn't know who he was or like weren't interested now, they're interested in like why is he being trying to be canceled? Whistling yeah. Diesel, the guy, the kid who buys so these expensive trucks and destroys them, like literally like smashes them with an excavator and stuff like that. The comments that people leave, because he posts the comments, I don't read the comments, but he posts them. He's like, like these death threats or like all oh, this little spoiled daddy's money thing. And he's getting millions of views because you decide to stop and write something. Yes. And it's getting you that engagement. And now he's, yeah. I So I woke up last people night. People like that. But I, it's like, we're all scared of that. I woke up last night at 1.30. And I, it, it was in my head because I decided to be an idiot and read some of my comments on my last video of the Attic uh, fan video. Mm -hmm. And there was a section that I missed to show on the video of like securing, I secured the fan like into the shingles below the two screws, but I didn't do it above. And of course, somebody noticed. Well, quite a bit of people noticed, and it's you know on, on comments like if you're like a credible source, like if you're like, hey, I've been a roofer for twenty years, like yeah. you have to do this kind of thing. What ends up happening is you get those comments get more and more likes because you can like a comment, and then other people chiming in. Yeah, this guy, if he only took three or four hours to do some more research, this would have been a good video. Like just destroying. Yeah. And I felt terrible because I was like, crap, why didn't I catch myself? Why didn't I document that and put it into this thing? I wouldn't have to deal with this. Now, shame on me for reading that video. But also, I was hard on myself because I wanted to create a good piece of a product. Right. I figured out a way how to correct it because I can't go back and take the video down. And like, that's not going to yeah. work anymore. Yeah. So I decided the best option is like, okay, I could leave a comment and in the description, right? You know, hey, by the way, do this if you're going to do yourself. Also... I wrote a comment and pinned, the, you know what pinning a comment means, right? It goes to the very top right. always. Yeah. And pinned the comment, um, like of correcting it. And I was like, okay, that, that's sufficient. But then what I what made me like calm myself down, because I was like literally could not sleep. And it was this morning. I go, the whole point of YouTube or any piece of like platform that you're creating content is click, engage, share. And click is your thumbnail. It has to be so engaging. Uh, engage. You have to have people like it, comment, whatever, and then resharing it, meaning like promote it with somebody else. That video, even though I was embarrassed that I didn't mention that part, it's shame on me. I was, You're getting I lots realized of engagement. I'm getting the engagement because it's people saying you did a dumb thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, or you did, you missed something. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's okay. Because I'm not, I'm, my job is not to present myself as the expert in this yes. field. I'm not an expert. I'm and you doing did do that thing. And you I'm, just didn't document it. Right. And so it's, um, and sometimes I didn't do that thing. And then I went after seeing and, doc, and, and didn't document, but I, I fixed it the way it's supposed to be because right. it's, it's my house. I'm taking the liability. Right. And by somebody watching my stuff, I'm not accepting any liability because I'm not an expert in this field. You just saw me doing something. Mm -hmm. You know, you could see me juggling knives. is not thing you, you should go juggle these knives. But, you know, and I did my due diligence by, you know, writing a comment or whatever, or writing the description like, hey, by the way, here's what I learned from it. But it's it, it took me it talked me off the ledge because I was like, OK, well, that's still engagement. And so I guess the moral of the story is sometimes you might have to like push the envelope a little bit in terms of like either controversy or being an asshole or being provocative or being funny or it's a crazy project or whatever it is, whatever the shock and awe is. Mm -hmm. um, 
and uh and whatever gets you the that engagement and if you're okay with that the thing is you do have to be mentally like prepared to be attacked if you're gonna post something and, and, a little bit controversial. And if you decide to be play the card of like, oh, I'm just going to do things in a, in a bikini or whatever. If, <laughs> no, I mean, I guess where I'm going with this is like. There's a third time the, you've mentioned a bikini. So I think it needs to be done. And there needs to be done. But, I but think we can rock, paper, scissors for it. Who wears who, the bikini? Who wears the bikini? I hope it's me. <laughs> so I have I, a few you that would look have, good on you. It's like a, a person just has to accept whatever thing they take. and I've you, been slowly getting there to be okay with the negative, negative comments or – Ultimately, we all have our own personal opinions on things. Mm-hmm. We're so vo- vulnerable in posting our own creations. Not everybody's going to love that, but we almost expect everybody to love that, don't we? Of course, because we, we want to be Because we're proud by, of it. We're, we want to be accepted. accepted by our community. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm starting to slowly learn that too, is like even the bathroom vanity, um, which is like my favorite bathroom ever. Not just like that you've done, like mm-hmm. just in general, because it's beautiful. And the vanity that you built in there is gorgeous. There was an account that reposted that reel that I did. And it, that account has like 1.7 million followers or something. It was mm-hmm. like a before and after account kind of thing. And I don't know why, like some of the comments, you know, sometimes when somebody comments something you're tagged in, it Instagram notifies you. It's like not every, I don't know why I sometimes get that. Not all the time. Anyway, somebody commented, I liked the bathroom before. It looks too much like a hotel now. Um, like something about a bathroom. And then I, at first I was like, what? And then I was like, oh my gosh, that's just, it's so funny. So I, replied back no but you wouldn't didn't. You, only to that one but only yeah. in, it was a funny thing because i he he wrote it it's always a guy like a, it's always a guy mm-hmm. it's always a guy who has no taste yeah it looks too much like a hotel bathroom um he never even said like it's stark or something mm-hmm. and i wrote but wouldn't you want to go to bed every night in a hotel bathroom yeah <laughs> and that's good i think you just like liked it or something but i was like that's so funny that even somebody decides that the before looks better than yeah. the after when it's this beautiful bathroom yeah beautiful vanity custom made it's just a guy that wanted to be heard that's it mm-hmm. it's a person who has opinions that i'm sure they're such an asshole in their life and or not that interesting of a person that other people don't want yeah. to be around them so maybe they want to share their opinions around somebody like listen i have yeah. enough people who care about me and like my company who I, we exchange ideas. Absolutely. That's a man who does not yeah. have somebody to yeah. be able to but share even, ideas with. It made me think like, even if he did love the before mm-hmm. for like more than the after, that is okay. That's, that's okay. his opinion. But that's not. The after looks way better. <laughs> but that was his opinion. Here, here's yeah. what we don't do. So Ford came out with a Ford uh, uh, SUV, right? Uh, it's it's not it's it's like a it's like a weird design. I don't know. It's like a micro SUV. Mm-hmm. I don't like it at all. But here's what I don't do. I don't come up to the guy that's driving and be like, "Hey, I don't like that car. Yeah. <laughs> I like how it looked before. Yeah. The older generation, I like that one it's more. Better. The guy be like, nobody's gonna do that. Yeah. Cool, cool man. Yeah. Cool. Nobody does that. Yeah. Nobody's gonna w- come psychopath. over to our house, look at the bathroom, and say, you know, I actually really like the before. Yeah. Better. And if they do, they are psychopaths. <laughs> People need to get counseling and find community somewhere else and be uh, uh, be nicer. Just be nicer. Just be nice people. If people. you make a friend, 
that you care about and they care about you that likes to hear your opinion about things, it'll make you not want to be mean to other people to <laughs> force them to hear your opinions on the internet. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. So just be nice. Moral of the story. Be nice. That Work people, hard like, and be nice to people. What's that quote? Uh, yeah. But also um, figure out a way how to make people want to be around you. <laughs> right. Right. It always does make me wonder the people who, the trolls, what kind of person are they around their friends? Do they have friends? <laughs> I think, I don't think that that's the problem is I think when you're that caliber of a person that has the audacity to hit somebody with something mean on the internet that you've never met them, I think you probably have a, 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 a life that's of discontent mm-hmm. and uh, you want to be heard uh, in other ways. So it's sad. I mean, it's I, I truly do empathize with those people, but um, you know, it's like what we do with our kids right now. It's we're teaching them to be good people. You know what I mean? So people want to be around them. And I think these are people who lived a certain type of life that nobody else wants to be around them. So they find ways to interject into other people's life. Mm-hmm. That way, when they're having a good, they can attack them. Mm. That was deep. All right. That was deep. Wait, I have oh. two things. Okay. Number one, I thought it'd be fun to do a segment We'll start this maybe a few episodes down the road. Okay. If you guys want to send in questions, we're going to call this segment Burning Questions. Burning Questions. If you want to segment, if you want to send in... Venereal disease questions. <laughs> any que- it could be anything, literally. Something uh-huh. that you're just like interested in. It could be a topic. Like, can you guys talk about this? Mm-hmm. Or I have this question about this. Send them in. Um, where should they send it? Email? Uh, you can DM us. DM on us at uh, at the next door neighbors. The next door neighbors on Instagram. Yeah. That's probably the easiest way. There's a period between each word. Yeah, you know? you'll you can find us, and we maybe yeah a few podcasts down the or email, line or email hello at the next door neighbors. Hello at the next door neighbors dot com. That's what I said. <laughs> or find us on Instagram at. The dot next dot door dot neighbors. Everything I said. (laughs) I'm just starting to be more thorough. I like it. I like it. And then to close us off Mm -hmm. with a prayer. We're gonna close this off with a prayer. (laughs) This is for all the dummies out there. (laughs) Lord, do what you can. Do what you can. Do what you can. Do what. What would you want to close off? Um, I thought it'd be fun to close off our episodes. Now we're gonna share one thing that you are loving this week. It could be a product. It could be a book. It could be oh. just something you've learned. Are we doing this with every episode? Yeah, let's okay. do it. I like so it. So it'll be so, our like closing. So some a product or something we've learned? It could be a product, a book, just like something that you've recently learned. Yes. Yeah. It could be like, like f- for instance, this week, I, I actually have two, but I'll only say uh-huh. one. This week, something I'm loving yeah. is... This and this is probably gonna sound stupid because everybody yeah. does this. Lemon in my water. I've noticed. I drank your water and I was like, whoa, I didn't expect it. So I have a really hard time drinking water. Uh-huh. And I'm trying to drink more water because I'm listening to all these health podcasts and uh-huh. water, electrolytes, everything. Yeah. Live forever. <laughs> Live forever. And somebody just said, I can't drink water now without like lemon in it and ice. And I'm like, I'm the same. I can't drink water without ice. But have never really unless like we go to a restaurant, I don't really ever put lemon in my water. Mm-hmm. I've been doing it this week and I've noticed I've been drinking so much more water. It just has that little bit of like... A zing, yeah. Zing. Yeah. 
That's good. So I that's like that. one thing I'm loving this week. You also get addicted to it after a while. Like you, do. you you always like And I love sour stuff anyway, yeah. so it's like perfect yeah. for me. Yeah. So uh something that I've learned, I don't know if there's something I'm loving, but there's something that I've learned this week is I just finished a book. Um it's a funny title. It's a it's a like a psychology uh counseling kind of book. It's mm. called How to Unfuck Your Brain. It's literally <laughs> called that. It's by Faith Something. Is it a newer? Uh I don't know if it's newer or not, but um let's see it's by yeah so people can uh, look it up uh, tell us the title and the author well it's called yeah like i said it's called uh, we gotta uh, look it up now yeah i don't know why it wasn't on my are you listening to it on audible yeah well by the way who has time to sit down and read i do when i take a bath yeah well not everybody takes a bath <laughs> it's by faith uh harper so it's called uh how to unfuck your brain or just call it unfuck your brain. But, mm-hmm. um, and she reads it, which is funny. She's a PhD, very oh, educated. Oh, she does? Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Um, so she said this. This is very interesting. She says, uh, the brain's default setting is storytelling. Hmm. And what was the way it resonated with me is I have this tendency of receiving information and spinning my own story of like whether they meant it or how they meant it, what they did or did not do. Right. And I did this. I, I've, 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 had enough arguments uh, against you in the past of being married to where, you know, you might do something without, you know, being uh, malicious malicious, uh, and uh, I would spin a certain story in my head. Yeah, it's because the way you received it. Yeah, and I always thought it's because my brain's different than somebody else's brain and it's like a handicap thing. That's what I thought, but she says the default setting of the brain is always storytelling. What the amygdala does, the part of the brain, is starts creating these stories. It's just everybody has that. It's just certain people uh, decide to, uh, you know, choose uh, ignorance versus malevolence. You know, oh, you like that big word? Mm. Yeah. Uh, so to I me, feel like it I put me at peace. Tend to choose ignorance. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, but that's the, that's a nice thing. That's a nice thing is ignorance, not towards like you're ignorant towards the world, but you're when somebody does something. The benefit of the doubt is that you'll be like, well, they probably didn't know oh, it or like they probably the grace, didn't mean it. Yeah. Grace. Yeah. And so that's what she's referring to as, as well, she didn't say this, but that's that's what they're referring to as ignorance. So the the, the, the fact that when she said that uh, storytelling is a default setting of the brain, it made me go a little bit of like, okay, I'm not that jacked up in the brain that it's a default. why I get bitter. It's, it's a natural pro- process of the, the amygdala, but your job is to create small, tiny steps to rewire those neurons in your brain that are the synapses that are firing in your brain uh, to rewire it to spin a different story. Mm. Um, so, so that awareness is there now that like we all correct do that. Correct. And it's wild. Some of the synapses that we rewire, she goes, it's it almost sometimes has to be like a it has to be positive talk, but also has to be a physical thing to zap your brain out mm. of it. So she one of the things they used to do which she doesn't recommend anymore because depending how, you know, obsessive compulsive you are, it'll probably hurt you. But putting a rubber band on your wrist Mm. and when you have that kind of negative thought of malicious intent that somebody did towards you, you spin the story wildly, you snap the rubber band, the brain gets zapped like, whoa, okay. And then it kind of does a different neuron firing Mm -hmm. synapses. Um, Now you're like, Other people, uh, the new health, they said if you keep doing that, a lot of people have like broken, you know, sores on this wrist. Well, because there's people who have truly some significant uh, mental health. But one of the things that, you know, you can also do is like you can pinch yourself, you can have some ice, an ice cube and squeeze that ice cube. So you can, you have to feel a little synapse firing, you know. But then you have to like 
go get the ice cube by the time you go get the ice cube you already thought yeah, about it yeah <laughs> yeah i think a pinch i you know personally pinch is I, probably I don't like, yeah, yeah. I've heard the rubber band thing on certain things. The rubber band. So, yeah. So, that's that's something I learned this week that I really liked. Very good. Yeah. Very so, good, that sir. that definitely trumps your lemon water. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> get a better but thing. But lemon water is good, guys. Hey, get a le- better you, thing you're loving. If you feel like you can't drink water, squeeze a lemon in it. There you go. All right. This is fun. Are we good? Yeah. Anything else? All right. I got to yeah. go finish painting this house first. <laughs> prepping. <laughs> All right, folks, make sure you rate and review this podcast wherever you're listening to. It helps promote it so the algorithm is pleased. You know, the old algae. The old algae. All right. (laughs) Thanks. Uh, And watch it us on YouTube. Bye. Bye.